For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. fall on my head there for a second kind of hanging off the shelf right over there well hello everybody uh welcome to the murder flesh podcast how's everybody doing today or this afternoon this evening whenever you're listening to the show um don't really know what time it is for y'all for me right now it's about 10 till 9 on a wednesday night um super long day at work I didn't get home till after seven o'clock. Um, crazy, crazy day at work. Um, I know the the devil was totally trying to attack me all day today because all day I just kept having it in my head. Ah, don't worry about the podcast. You can make up a just go on Facebook, make a post apologizing. Everybody will understand. I thought no because tonight is like I've been so excited about doing this show. Um, it's something that's really been. Um, been big on me here lately um but i don't know probably about the last few years i guess when it comes to praying and everything um so i'm just going to kind of dive right into it um and probably ramble some and veer off the subject like i do a lot of times but it's all good um do want to say thank you to everybody that's listening um been checking out the uh the anchor uh site that gives me my um how many listens have been going on it gives me the the reading for what's on anchor how many people's listening on anchor um i don't know how many's listening on spotify i think my wife listens to the show on spotify but that doesn't give me an actual clicker counter thing but we have gotten uh uploaded on some more uh platforms along with being on anchor and being on spotify we are now on breaker and pocket cast um so we are definitely getting distributed out there um, on four different formats, actually five because of Podbeam 2 that I'm uploading over there. Um, so good things are happening. Super excited, super stoked about the show and everything. Um, so tonight, what I want to talk about, or today, like I say, if I give a time frame, sorry. Okay, I'm just going by what my time zone is right now while I'm recording this. But anyways, um, what I want to talk about on this show is going to be... Um, basically uh giving it to god all your problems no matter what's going on giving it to god it's simple you know um i'm gonna go through some stuff i found a couple of cool uh websites that i've been reading on and reading reading stuff and they've been giving a lot of awesome tips awesome pointers that i really think can help uh folks out there um it's real good stuff it's a real good read um but I'm just going to go through um, each each page that I saw has uh, five different things of, of five different ways of uh, 
letting go and letting God handle it. Um, um, and then uh, here at the end of it, I'm going to give you a simple prayer that honestly, it works for me. Now, I can't say it's going to work for you. You you know, you may think oh, I need more than that. And that's cool. All I know is this prayer is so simple. It is literally three words. Three words. And I'm going to give you that. I'm going to tell you that at the end of all this here. So you have to listen to the show to get to the simple little three word prayer that Honestly, it works for me. It works for me. I've seen it work, and we'll, we'll get into that in a little while. All right. So, what does giving it giving it to God mean? Well, surrendering to God, surrendering to God is literally giving up. Now, I think that's just our way of throwing in the towel, saying, "Yo, I can't handle this. I can't do it anymore." Um, it's it's you know saying we're not big enough, you know, to deal with our worries. And we, sh- we shouldn't, you know, that's, we, we got to let him take over, you know, and when we finally let go and give it to, and, and give God room to wield his mighty arm in our lives. Um, that's when we finally let go. Anyways, um, I'm going to say guys, I'm super tired. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Anyways, punctuation is not working on me tonight while I'm reading. Anyways, um, when our hands are weak and tired, God's hands are strong and powerful. We all know that. We all believe that. All right. So, um, how to let go and let God? Uh, letting go is a daily moment by moment choice. Like every discipline in life, we must learn to surrender and give it to God. And that is very, very hard to do. I know it's hard to do for me personally. All right. Um, I'm, I'm no different than anybody else, you know. Uh, the enemy seeks every new day to cloud our mind and worries, doubts, and our fears. The devil wants there to be no room left for God in our lives. And believe me, he will stop at nothing. And we all know that. We all know that. That's, that's nothing new. All right? I'm not, I'm not throwing that out there like it's a pop quiz or anything. He he, he stops at nothing. And he, he comes from every angle that he possibly can. Um, especially when you're getting close to God. Uh, surrender, surrendering to God becomes a lifestyle of daily giving it all to Him. I give it to Him daily. I start every day praying. I pray when I get to work. I'm praying throughout the day, constantly. Um, stay in that, that constant communication. Keep that constant communication line going on with Him. Um, whenever, the, whenever the ugly hairs of negative thoughts seek to invade our space, we must cut them and give them to God immediately. God's mercies are new every morning. So what happened yesterday, what happened last year, what happened a decade ago is completely a decade ago is completely gone. We cannot dwell on the past. I you know and can't dwell on the past. We don't worry about the future because the future tomorrow does not exist. The next minute does not exist. You know, I've, I heard a pastor one time talk about that, and he said the past is the past. It's a learning tool. It's just something we learn from. We go on from it. Uh, the future, we don't worry about it because it does not exist. The present is what we live in. We live in the now moment, and that's why it's called the present. It's a present and a gift from God to be standing right here, right now, in this exact moment. Um, uh Carrying the past around will only take up space for God's goodness, grace, and favor. Amen to that. Renewing our mind in Christ means letting go of all the burdens He died to take from us. Uh, 
All right, so five simple things, five simple ways of um, letting, uh, five ways of letting go and letting God. That was a nine, yeah, let go and let God. Uh, first thing, start each day by giving it to God. Do not take yesterday's mistakes and do not take yesterday's mistakes into the clean slate of today. Mentally shave off every single worry. And my computer screen just went down on me. There we go. I think. All right, hang on. Where did we go? We lost our place. There we go. Sorry about that. Let's start. Let's, let's just back that up. Start each day by giving it to God. Do not take yesterday's mistakes into the clean slate of today. Mentally shave off every single worry, doubt, fear, mistake, and anxiety from your mind each morning. Once again, what happened yesterday? It happens. Back whenever I used to teach uh, truck driving school, students would make a mistake, and I would tell them mistakes are encouraged. Mistakes are expected to be made. You make the mistake, you move on from it. What happened? just happened. There is nothing we can do to change that. They'd go take their test. They would fail. They'd come back. They'd beat themselves up. I say, where'd you mess up? Oh, well, I did this when I should have done that. All right. So we know next time you use it as a learning tool of don't make that mistake again. And then you move on. All right. Next, we give it to God by starting each day with a prayer. Speak to God. Yes, the day is full of responsibilities, but first talk to God. Acknowledge Him. Tell Him that you love Him. Tell Him that you are thankful for Jesus' sacrifice for your life. Invite God's Spirit to guide you that day. Before you talk to anyone, talk to God. He will set your day in the, on the right path. Uh, hang on. Oh, wait, wrong button. All right, there we go. I swear I'm not hearing the music in the background, but it's playing. Okay, anyways, sorry. Um, that's how I start my day. I get up every morning at 4 a.m., um, make coffee. Um, I pray, you know, um, thank him for everything. You know, I, I, I have a tendency not to ask too much because he knows he knows what I need. You know, and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna provide whatever I need. Um, it's mostly just thanking him and talking to him. I do it every morning, every morning. Um, next thing is uh, give it to God by starting each day with the scripture. That's another thing that I do every morning. I'm reading my book Stronger. Um, I think I'm up to day twenty something. Just uh, reading it every morning. I read a chapter a day of it. Um, Sometimes it doesn't pertain to me. I don't get anything out of it. Sometimes I do. Sometimes when I don't get anything out of it, I go on to the next chapter. I'll read that chapter, finish it, but then I'll go on to the next chapter. So th same thing with uh, reading scripture. You know, people say, "Oh, well, I tried to read the Bible, and I just it, I don't feel like it talked to me. It didn't minister to me. I didn't get anything out of it." Well, then you keep reading. There's something in that dialect somewhere you just haven't gotten to yet that it will eventually minister to you and speak to you. So, you know, don't just read just one scripture. Read a scripture and keep on reading until something hits you and pray about it. Um, uh, even, even if you, you know, a lot of people uh, say, I don't have a Bible. A lot of people don't have Bibles nowadays. I don't even have a Bible. I don't. The only Bible that I have 
was uh, the Bible that was my great grandma's and it is on a um, little table thing in our living room on display. We don't we don't play with it. We don't or play with it. We don't mess with it. We don't touch it. Kids don't touch it. They don't read it. It's, it was my great grandma's. This is a family heirloom. It's an antique. It's the only Bible we have in our house. I use my phone. I have two two or three different Bibles on my phone. I have the King James, the Message, and the NIV. I believe them or might be the New Living Translation. Anyways, I've got multiple Bibles on my phone. I use my phone. You can get your Bible app. You know, um, it comes in real great too. And during the day when you're at work, um, you don't want to lug around a have your Bible and stuff. Um, uh, next thing is uh, give it to God by surrounding yourself with encouragement. All right, you will never make it alone. You need to have people uh, who speak the truth into your life. You can also listen to podcasts, read books, watch videos, and listen to Christian music that boosts your faith and encourages your spirit. Always be on the lookout for people and resources that can add as spiritual buffers in your life. Definitely important to have those people in your life. Um, I do a lot of podcasts. I listen to Ryan Reese. I listen to, um, I've actually found a really cool one of a Christian rapper, uh, KB. Um, he's got a podcast out called The Southside Rabbi. They've only got about three episodes, um, but oh man, they're amazing. They're a really good podcast to listen to. Um, I listen to uh I believe it's Men Unplugged. Uh, it's a real good podcast for men. Uh, Bible Binge, another good podcast. Listen to a lot of podcasts. I even listened to, uh, uh, what's her name of mine? I just went blank. Joyce Myers. Um, is that her name? My mind is totally blank tonight, y'all. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Joyce Myers. Uh, love her. I love how she says, you can just call me Mama. Mama Joyce. Uh, awesome lady. I love her stuff. Um, also, I listen to a lot of Christian music while I'm out working throughout the day. I listen to a lot of third. I've been on a third day kick here lately. Uh, third day cutlass, uh, good um, praise worship music. Uh, I tell you, I tell you guys, when when you're sitting in a garbage truck and you smell all that garbage, but at the same time you could feel God and the Holy Spirit in that truck in that setting. It's an amazing feeling sitting in there. I was, I, I listened to, like I said, I listened to a lot of Third Day, a lot of Cutlass, being on that kick for some reason, some old school <laughs> Christian music there. Um, man, when that, when, when, when Mac Powell is singing um, Worthy, You Are Worthy, oh my gosh, the chill bumps, the peace, the tears, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. Um, I just, I feel God throughout the day in that truck with me, guiding me, protecting me. It's, it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, definitely surround yourself with encouragement, encouragement vibes all the way. Music, your books, your podcasts. If it's uplifting to God, it's encouragement. Okay. Um, also renewing, give it to God by renewing your mind continually. The world will constantly try to add worries to your day. So it is important that you maintain your spiritual health. Once again, that goes back to surrounding yourself with encouragement, whether it's podcasts, books, videos, Christian music, spiritual health. Continual, also continually surrender, surrender your worries to God. Trust and believe that God is for you. He only loves you and wants what's best for you. Excuse me. 
uh, when you let go, you can fully rest in his strength. You don't have to worry. The creator of the world is on your side. Absolutely 100% amen to that. All right. So now we're going to switch over here real quick to uh, another site that I found that was amazing. You know, that, that those first five things were awesome. I loved them. They just, the first time I read them, I was just like, bam, bam, bam. Because I remember I was praying. I was like, God, you know, something I really want to talk about. I really want to, you know, knock out these this three-worded prayer to everyone. But I, I don't know how to do a segue to build up to it. And then I, I stumbled upon these these websites here, man. And they're, they're awesome. Okay, so now we're going to go into five ways uh, to uh, giving it to God. All right, um, these are going to have some uh, scripture backing too. I know we didn't go into a lot of scripture on the last one if we did even go into any. Um, uh, these are the these these next five things are like really they they hit home for me big time. All right, uh, number one, stop trying to figure it out. All right, I know we all try to do that. I'm guilty of that, 100% myself. Always trying to figure out uh, God's plan. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. And that is so, so true. So, so true. Um, the Lord tells us clearly not to lean on our own understanding. We are to let go and let God handle it. All right? way easier said than done a lot of times I know um, why because our thoughts are not God's thoughts nor are our ways his ways Isaiah 55 8 and that is true totally true our thoughts are not of our thoughts are not God's thoughts and our ways are not God's ways just because we want something doesn't mean that's in the cards for us according to him so we have to accept that all right. Sometimes that's not easy to do. All right. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just as guilty of it as the next person. Uh, God knows exactly what he is doing. And as Christians, we should be able to trust him no matter how grim the situation may look. And believe me, I've been in some grim situations, but God always saw me, saw me through them. Uh, remember, Lazarus was dead for days, but he still arose at the voice of God. Your situation can do the same thing when you let go and let God. All right, so number two, cast it to God. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. Um, uh we all tend to have bad habits of praying and then asking yourself or asking ourselves, well, what should I do? I've prayed, now what should I do? Uh, when you are so used to being in control, it's hard to let something go. Totally understandable. Once again, I'm guilty of it. The word cast means simply release. All right. Da, 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 da. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Uh, like it says, the word cast means to simply release. When you cast your cares, you are releasing it from your hands, your ability and strength to God's hands with omnipotent, omnipotent power. All right. God can handle it. There's no, there's no, 
problem too big. All right. If we have the faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. All right. So if we can move a mountain with just the faith of a mustard seed, all we need is that same faith of a mustard seed in God for him to answer our prayers and whatever problems we're facing. When you understand how much God loves and cares for you, then you will have no problem letting it go because you know it's in, it's in more than capable hands. Let me get a drink here. My throat's drying out. Oh, now I'm all like conscious about my drinking because my wife says I drink really loud and the mic is like right there by my throat. Sorry if you heard that. <laughs> all right, so. After number three, after you pray, praise. And that's what I do when 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 I um, get done praying, I praise. Um, even though the prayer has not been answered, whatever the outcome is, whatever God decides, I, I have to be accepting of that and I gotta take it. Um, whatever things you ask for in prayer, believing you will receive. That's in Matthew 21, 2. Um, it may not be in the form of what you want, but it's 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 gonna happen. All right. Um, once again, it may not be how you want it to happen, but it's how God sees it happening. And and it's you know it's 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 if it's from God, it, it ain't gonna be wrong. It won't be. I promise. Uh, most times we don't receive what we ask for because we simply don't believe God. The key to letting go of things we cannot control is having the faith in God that once we pray to Him, we literally give it to Him. Um, it is out of your hands, your control, and it is in God's hands and in His control. Um, let God let go and let God do the rest. An automatic burden should be lifted from you once you let go, and a praise to God should arise in your spirit because you know He is in control. I believe that if you let go of something to God, that automatic praise comes out and you feel relieved. If you don't feel that, there's something you're not letting go of. And when when I say you got to let go, you've got to let go. Um, we're getting here towards the end of it. Like I say, we're going to go through three worded prayer that I promise it helps. It does. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, all right? Um, know that God is in control. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. To those who are called according to His purpose. I'm sorry, Romans 8, 28. After you cast your cares and praise, after you cast your cares, pray and praise God, you can rest assured that He is now working everything out for your good. You may never understand what or why something has happened to you, but you can rest assured that in some way, shape, or form, God is turning it around in your favor. Amen. Oh my gosh, I love that right there. Uh, God loves and cares about you with an everlasting love. Any father or mother who loves their child with an everlasting love will always have their best interest at heart. Um, it's like with my son, all right? You know, he wants to jam everything that he can find in the electrical socket in the wall. But us as his parents, we know, we have his best interest and we know that's going to hurt, you know. But he doesn't understand it. It's just like with God. 
we want to do this and God slaps our hand and says no and we're like me and it's because we don't understand why but God's got our best interests all right he knows why we don't need to do that all right some things are just common sense like why meth is bad you know or crack but anyways um when your heart is placed in the hands of God, He doesn't abuse it. He protects it, just like a parent does, just like a mother and a father does their child. I will do anything to protect my family, you know, protect my kids. Um, once you let go and let God, He will turn it around for our good. Love that passage right there. That's amazing stuff. Such, such good stuff. Um, and number five, the last thing here, God's got you covered for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing uh, will he withhold from those who walk uprightly as found at Psalms 84, 11. We as Christians are one of the most blessed people on the planet. Hands down, yes, we are. We pray to a God who is also our heavenly father. He loves us so much that he wouldn't withhold any good thing from us even if this doesn't seem to be the seem to be the case at the moment we should let go and let god work it out look back for a moment at that old boyfriend or crush that you thought duh. look back for a moment at that old boyfriend or crush that you thought was everything but treated you badly we've all been there all right and if you say you haven't you're lying we've all been there aren't you glad God took that took you out of that situation looking back at it years later you know it's like you, you always hear the joke of people that go to their high school reunion and they see their class sweetheart and they go Whew, dodged a bullet there <laughs> same thing kind of in a roundabout way <laughs> anyways even though we may hurt for a moment trust that God sees past your moment and sees your lifetime once again, we don't worry about the future. Leave that to God. He sees our lifetime. It's not in our cards to know what happens. It's just for us to find out. He knows what's best for you. Just let go and let God handle it. Um, I love those things. I love I love all 10 of those things that I talked about, especially these last five things. Here, they were powerful, awesome, good stuff there, good stuff. Anyways, so real quick. Um, I told y'all at the beginning, I have a three-word prayer. It works for me. It works amazingly. I love it. It's it's it's, it's one of my favorite prayers to pray. Um, and we'll go into that in just a second. Um, it's it's. I want to give a backup story to where it more or less came from or how I came to it. I guess in life. Um, long long time ago, and I probably mentioned this on one of the other shows. I don't know, but for for a lot of y'all that don't know. Um, I'm not going to go into the logistics of it. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. Bottom line is, is back in, um, I don't give a year, probably about 15, 16 years ago, um, I was hit with a situation in life that I, I, I pray no one ever has to go through. Um, I know people will, as long as divorces exist. Um, and children are involved, um, and there's remarry, remarrying, it's, it's going to happen, okay? Um, but many, many years ago, I was um, accused of something I did not do. And bottom line is, is that I was looking at roughly about 25 years to life in prison, 
Um, now, anybody that knows me knows that that is something that I am not capable of doing. They, they know me too well. And they know that's not that's not me. Uh, but bottom line is, is that that was that was a rough patch of my life. It, it really tested my faith. It tested a lot of things with me. Um, and it, 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 one of the only things that kept me sane through the situation. Now, the, the, the situation started in one year, started of, started on the date in one year. And it, it, it literally, it's so crazy. It lasted one year to the day, the following year, the whole situation did trial, everything. Um, and, and honestly, I, I believe God put blinders on me for that year because I don't remember anything. That, that that whole year, that physical year, 365 day stretch was a solid blur. There's very, very few things that I remember. Um, I, I, a few, one of the, one of the things that I, I, I definitely remember, um, I remember going to my attorney's office for for one of my meetings with her and i remember her sitting there across her desk and she looked me in the eyes and she said mike you're going to prison at that moment in time my i, I made up my mind and i said i'm not going to prison i'm an ex-corrections officer these charges that are against me are bogus and for what i'm being accused of going to prison i'm dead so bottom line is, and, and this is really where I, I, got, I was weak and I let the enemy in and I got suicidal, bottom line. Um, I, I told myself, you know, if, if, if they hand down a guilty verdict and I'm going to prison, I will kill myself before. I'm not going to see the inside of a prison cell. My mind was made up. And folks, I'm telling you right now, if you so much as let something that small, that thought enter the devil will run with it. He runs with it because I have battled with suicide in the past, not just in that situation, but later in life too. And we'll talk about that later on a different show and everything, because it's, it's definitely something that should be covered. Um, thank the Lord though. I am not suicidal. That thought does not remotely enter my mind now. Okay. I have too much to live for. I have a beautiful wife. I have beautiful kids. I'm happy. My life is awesome and I'm not saying it to sound bragging or egotistical my life is awesome God does so much for us and it's it's I love it I love my life I love my family I love where I'm at in life I'm happy so anyways that was one of the things that I remember was that day there um, I do remember um, I remember one thing I, I remember the, the the court hearing I don't remember what all exactly happened in the court I just remember uh, basically, being in the courtroom, it was, once again, it was all a blur. I do remember some guy in an orange jumpsuit. He was sitting in there just giving me this death stare because he was listening to everything going on. Um, and the next thing I know is that um, we're walking out of the courtroom and it was over. Charges got dismissed out um, because I, I really don't know why. Like, I just, God, that's why. Anyways, um, now one of the other things too that I remember of that year, um, once again, Folks, I, I couldn't tell you a headline. I, I don't remember what happened in the news. I don't know what music was out at the time. I don't remember any of it, okay? Um, one thing that I do remember for sure, I remember at, at some point during during that year, I remember my aunt called me 
And she said, I answered the phone and she was like, Michael, and everybody in my family calls me Michael, even though I prefer Mike because it's just shorter and Michael takes forever to say in my head. Anyway, she called me and she said, Michael, and I said, hey, what's going on? She says, um, I need to talk to you real quick. I said, okay. And she told me, and I'll never forget this till the day I die. Um, she said, I didn't go into specifics at prayer group tonight. And I'm going to try to do this without crying while recording. Um, but she said, she said, I didn't go into details. All as I said was my nephew and his wife, which I was married at the time, um, not to my current wife. Um, anyway, she says, my nephew and his wife is going through something and they need prayer. Now, my aunt said she didn't go into details about what we were going through. Um, I believe her. I still believe her to this day. That's what she, that's how she worded it to them. And that's what she said, because she said that. And I have no reason not to believe the lady. Um, and she told me, she says, one of the ladies that was at the prayer meeting came up to her afterwards and said, hang on, told her that God wanted her to tell me that everything is going to be okay. Now, when she told me that, of course, I'm on the phone, break down into tears. It, Like I said, it was a test of my faith. And that, honestly, folks, that was the only thing I had to hang on to. That was my little thread of faith that I had to hang on to for the remainder of that year until my trial. And when it was all over, I remember my aunt telling me that of the lady at that prayer group saying, God told me to let them know that everything is going to be okay. And so now, after that's all over now, you know, we fast forward years and years and years and years and years down the road. And I was sitting at a truck stop. Um, I, I want to say I was in Nebraska. Could be wrong. I, I really believe it was Nebraska. It was a Bossman's or something like that. Piled up in, I don't know, Lexington or Lincoln. Somewhere up in the middle of nowhere. Corn, Husker Field. Anyways. Um, um, so I was sitting there and I was talking to this old truck driver. And um, I, I love talking to old old folks. It reminds me of talking to my, my grandpa, my grandma. Um, it's so much fun. I miss them. But anyways, um, <laughs> me and this driver, we were talking one night. And I don't even remember what got us on the conversation or what got us on the subject. But somehow, he's, he got we got on this part where he said that he was told that when you can write your memoirs in seven words um you have got your grasp on life and after going through what i'd went through all those years later i felt like i had my grasp on life you know i don't i don't i didn't take things as serious i don't i don't I, even to this day i don't stress a lot you know um i don't i don't stress too much on things um and i really don't know where this story is going it's just kind of veering off in the left field but anyways <laughs> We were sitting there and we ate dinner and everything and, and sat there at the counter and we talked some more and everything and we were, we were getting ready to leave and paid our, we paid our for our tickets and everything, or paid for our food and I, I sat there and I said, I got it. And he says, got what? And I said, 
I got my memoirs in seven words or less. And he, he was just kind of dumbfounded, like, you know, you're this 20 some odd year old kid. What do you know about life? And um, he said, he said, uh, all right, he says, what's your seven words? And I said, I came, I saw, I lived it. That's seven words right there. And he looked at me and he said how old he was, 50, 60 something. He says, I still can't even come up with my seven words. And he says, how did you come up with that? And I just told him the story about my court and everything, you know, and I was like, you know, when you go through something that traumatic, you know, it really grows you up, you know, in, in life and everything. And it, and it definitely strengthened my, my, my relationship with God going through all of that there. Um, so, you know, I, I always look at things, you know, whenever they get bad. And, and one way that I really definitely look at things is I go, you know what, it could always be worse. You know, no matter how bad this day is right now, it could be worse. I could be sitting in a prison cell. But God's grace, I'm not. Um, so now we're going to get to the three-worded prayer that I promised you guys. And I know this has been a really long show tonight. But that's cool, though, because I really, honest to God, guys, I enjoy doing this. I, I really, really do. I enjoy doing these shows you know and i love hearing the feedback from you guys um it's amazing the feedback has been amazing your house support and love amazing i love it i love it guys i love you guys you guys are awesome all right so three-worded prayer guys gals i promise this has worked for me so much it is so simple to say it is so simple to do when something comes at you, I don't care how big it is. I do not care how small it is. How out of your hands, how, oh my God, there's, this, is, this is not going to end well. You know, there's just no way out of it. Step back and simply say, God, handle it. That's it. And walk away. God handle it. It's all I do. I don't think about it. Once I say those three words, I don't give that problem a second thought. I don't. If me and my wife are arguing and, you know, sometimes you just got to leave the room for a second and it happens. I leave the room and I just say, God handle it. Or, you know, something with work, you know, devil was coming at me today. Hard, 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 man. Had a rough day at work. I just said, God, handle it. I ain't, I ain't messing with this. I ain't got time. I gotta finish this work so I can get off. Handle it. That's what he's there for. That's what he does. He handles things. So let him. But you've got to say it, mean it, and the hardest part, walk away. Just like it said earlier, you know. Just walk away. You can't you can't hover over God. That's that's not showing faith. That's not showing whoa. Almost fell out of my chair. That's not showing that you trust him. You got to trust him. All right. Just simply say, God, handle it. Back up. Let go. Get away from it. All right. I promise you guys, he will take care of it. May not be the way you want it. May not be the way you would plan for it to work out. But it's going to work out in your favor. I promise. Because that's what God wants for you. He wants that for all of us. Okay. All right, so let's see here. What do we got on clicker? Uh, that looks like it's about a 40 minute show tonight. I 
Not too bad. Not too bad. All right, so I guess we're going to get out of here then. Uh, don't want to keep y'all much longer. Anyways, guys, once again, um, I do get such a joy out of doing this show for you guys. Um, remember, once again, if, if no matter what problems are coming your way, step back, hands in the air, and just say, God, handle it. He'll take care of the rest. Just got to trust and believe. Guys, I love you. God loves you. Stay tuned for another show coming up, hopefully in the next week or so. Ah, probably next week. All right. Take care of yourselves. Peace.